This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Previously on Who is Cam Kander? This is a message for BK, Will. My name is... Forget it, I I can't tell you who I am, but I have reason to believe you are being followed by a Russian intelligence agent. Be careful. Watch your back, that is all. Uh, what fresh hell is this? From me, BK Will, in conjunction with Trojan Cat Media, a division of Corp, comes Who is Cam Kander. This is episode four, entitled, An Alan Smithy Type Situation. So, a Russian intelligence agent is following me? Seriously? I mean, come on. The truth is, I get a lot of spam calls on the tip line. This is Susie, calling with the Vehicle Service Department. We are calling about your vehicle manufacturer's warranty. We sent you several messages that you've yet to respond to. Please press 9 now. But this voice... This is a message for BK, Will. My name is... Forget it, I, I can't tell you who I am, but I have reason to believe you are being followed. This voice sounded familiar. It sounds very much like a call you may remember from an earlier episode. Hi, um, this is a message for BK Will. You're looking for information about Cam Kander. I have something that may interest you. My mother, let's call her Dolores, was an actress on a Cam Kander show called Bedminster. I'm no forensic voice analyst, but this seemed to be the same voice as my new caller, the one with the dire warning about Russian agents. The first time he called, he set me on the hunt for Cam Kander actress Dolores Cantwont. This man, who claimed to be her son, had information that was solid, her phone number and her home address. One thing he lied about, he was not her son. Look, I'm not answering your questions. I don't have anything to say about Cam Kander, and I don't have a son. Get off my lawn, animal! So maybe my caller wasn't Dolores Cantwell's son, but he did have a lot of accurate information about her whereabouts and her acting career. Now this same person was calling and warning me about Russians tracking my movement. Absurd and outrageous. Or was it? Why would anyone be following me? I was doing a documentary about a missing audio drama creator. Yet I couldn't help but wonder, was any of this true? Should I be concerned? I had no choice but to ignore it and to continue my search for Cam Kander. I'd received a text from one of indie podcasting's most successful creators who had some information she wanted to share. Hello? Shannon? It's, it's BK Will. Is this a good time? Uh, yeah, this is perfect. How are you? I'm good, good. Thank you so much for reaching out. I am thrilled you've agreed to do this. How are you, by the way? Uh, it's all good. Sunny day today. Not bad, not bad for Seattle, you know. Yeah. 
Shannon Perry was the creator and showrunner of the wildly popular science fiction comedy podcast, Oz 9. You may recall this was a show that became a motion picture and theme park ride in 2029, shortly after Disney was purchased by Corp. In 2020, Shannon Perry was a big player, right around the time Cam Kander was active. Shannon had reached out to me via our tip line, and I was hopeful that perhaps she had met Kander. Maybe at a podcasting convention. Run into Cam Kander? No. No, actually, uh, this is going to sound a little screwy, but I didn't think Cam Kander was an actual person. What do you mean? Well, I was aware of all these Cam Kander shows at the time. I mean, a lot of us were. And I didn't think there was just one person behind Cam Kander. You thought there was more than one creator behind the name Cam Kander? Kind of. Sort of. Well, to be honest, I, I thought Cam Kander was like the Alan Smithy of podcasting. No way. Alan Smithy was an official pseudonym used by film directors who wished to disown a project if a director was dissatisfied with their final film and could prove that they had not been able to exercise creative control over said film. They were permitted by the Directors Guild of America to list Alan Smithy as the director. It was coined in 1968 and formally discontinued in the year 2000. Shannon Perry seemed to be suggesting that audio drama had its own Alan Smithy, and it was called Cam Kander. Could this be true? Well, I, I have no proof. It's just all the Cam Kander shows were so bad and so random in their badness, I just assumed it was an Alan Smithy-type situation. Like, you made this thing that you didn't want to put your name on. A lot of us made this assumption. In fact, I'm embarrassed to admit it, but I put out a show, one episode of a show, under the name Cam Kander. You're kidding. <laughs> no, I wish I were. I feel kind of bad knowing there might have been a real Cam Kander. May I ask, what was the name of this show? Oh, God. Uh, well, okay, I usually don't talk about it, but what the hell. It was called Mumbles the Astronaut Cat, and it's... Pretty much that. It's a cat who flies through space, and it mumbles. It doesn't meow. <laughs> no, it mumbles. But in my defense, thematically, it was about heroism and the against-all-odds dedication of a fearless underdog. Or under-cat, in this case. Huh. And you didn't want to release Mumbles the Astronaut Cat under your own name. Any reason why? Yeah, there was a reason. It was terrible. This was a mind-blowing concept that I had never considered. Was Cam Kander a pseudonym for embarrassed show creators? If that were the case, there could be dozens or maybe hundreds of Cam Kanders. Do you know of any other people who put out shows as Cam Kander? Yes, David S. Deer. He did it too. David S. Deer, the prolific voice actor and creator of A Ninth World Journal. Shannon, yes, I, I put out a show under the name Cam Candor. I thought it was an Alan Smithy-type situation. David, would you care to tell our listeners the name of the show? Uh, I'm a hard pass. Ah, okay. If true, this explained a lot. I had come across a Cam Candor show 
a production called Uncivilized, about a queer former juggler who opens a digital marketing agency on a lifeless planet. Something about this show always sounded familiar, and I could never figure out why, until now. All right, people, all right, people, I need ideas, okay? We're, we're really behind on our uh, on our profits, so I think we need to start uh, marketing to, what do you think, uh, what, what's, a, what's a good uh, unmarketed life form on this planet? Oh, sorry, I was late. Uh, oh, you've already started. Thank you, Beatrix. Dang it, Love Bob, it. you sit down, you lay about contribute. I don't even know why I keep you around here. Uh, it's it's my agency. Um, it's my name's on the- Sit down! Okay, I'm sitting. All right, ideas, people. Ideas, ideas, ideas. Let's go. What? Uh, uh, right. Okay. Um, I I set up a a focus group um, that uh, incorporated a number of the life forms on the planet mm-hmm. to see what it is they needed, who, what uh, what segments we could hit that we're not already hitting. Uh, this is the kind of initiative I like to see. Everybody, pay attention to Bartholomew. Yeah, yeah. I I, I also I like this. I, I like this too. Uh, Shut up, Bob. Okay. So it, it, it turns out that there are no life forms on the planet. So um, it it was just me sitting at the front of a room. Um, I I, um, I I started asking, you know, the room, uh, you know, do you have any ideas? Uh, what do you think? Uh, there was a bit of a wind coming through uh, the window. It was slightly open at one point, and it sounded like maybe it said podcast or or, or something. I, I hear podcasts are actually hot right now. Um, like a new thing uh, coming up. Uh, okay, I'll sit down. I have a recommendation. Oh yeah, let's start it out. Come on, let's go. It can't be worse than Bob's. iPhones for iPhones. Oh, uh, yeah. You, you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. iPhones need to get in connection with each other too. I want my phone to have a smaller phone that it can use. All right, all right, I hear what you're saying, I hear what you're saying, but that just goes back to the um, AI problem, um, where, sorry. you know, they've become sentient, and um, that's kind um, of why there is no life on this earth. And, um, sorry, I have a- What is it, what is it, Bob? What's an iPhone? For God's sake. It's a small phone that you put in your eye, and it allows you to access the internet, and we're thinking of building a smaller one that you put inside of that one. Gosh, Bob, it's like, don't even listen to the meetings. Sorry. Um, I'm just catching up. I came in a little late. Uh, thank, go, please continue. It's like he hasn't even noticed that uh, all of a sudden from last week, we, we have each of us a violently purple eye. You know what? Uh, uh, everybody, you keep talking. I'm just going to take Bob into another room for a second, okay? Just keep spitting out those no. ideas, okay? Time is money, people. Time no. is money. I'm good. I, I can stay. I think I'm... Oh. Bob, I just wanted to have a quick conversation with you. Okay. I feel like there's a little bit of a confrontational energy here. Bob! Robert Bobby Brown. <laughs> be a, be a, be a tricks. You call Brass. me Miss Brass. Yes, Miss Brass. I just don't really think this relationship is working out. You're trying to juggle too many things, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're <laughs> so right. I'm so glad we're talking about this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like such a, yeah, you're right. It was so great to just be in charge and not have to go to all the meetings. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, like I said, you're juggling too much. You got too many balls in the air, you know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I don't. Sure you reading what I'm putting down? Um, Picking up the balls that you've dropped? Uh, the I'm knives that you've thrown? Um, the different things on fire that you have tossed? Uh, I, uh... Say you should go back to juggling! This company doesn't work with you here. Am I being fired? I really hoped you would catch that. It's a juggle button. She, she's saying this... 
this relationship isn't working out? I, I, were they dating? I, I, <gasps> what? Yeah. I didn't even... I had a feeling they were. Yeah, and she she wants him to juggle his own balls. <gasps> Kinky. Oh. These voices, they were eerily reminiscent. They sounded a lot like those on a popular improv comedy from back in the day called Civilized. Did the Civilized crew release this show called Uncivilized under the name of Cam Kander? Was this another Alan Smithy-type situation? I left a message for Sean Howard, one of the creators of Civilized. Hello there. Um, This is a message for Sean Howard. My name is BK Will, and I would love to ask you a few questions about Cam Kander and your possible involvement in an audio drama called Uncivilized. Mr. Howard never returned my call. Meanwhile, I had to float this theory past Martina Turkle, president of the Cam Kander fan club in the Pacific Northwest. Actually, just to clarify, I'm now in charge of the entire West Coast of the United States. Another promotion. Congratulations. And my title isn't president. It's Commandante. Ah, okay. So, um, Martina, what do you make of this theory that Cam Kander didn't actually exist and was just a pseudonym for a bunch of other creators? It's BS. Well, there have been people who've admitted to putting out shows under that name. Yes, I get that, but they're outliers. There are a few people who were not Cam Kander who output shows as Cam Kander. Fine, it's like fake Da Vinci paintings. Some works were done by students and attributed to the master painter. It happens. But someone with a good eye, or in this case, ear, can tell the difference. And you can tell the difference. I'd swear my braided epaulets on it. Sorry, your, your what? The shoulder braids. It's the uniform I got when I rose to the rank of Commandante. Of course you did. So, tell me, Martina, what's the secret to recognizing an authentic Cam Kander show? Kander's works have a specific sonic signature, a sound effect that was used on every single show. It's somewhere in the show, usually between scene changes. The fake creators didn't pick up on it, so they didn't put it in their shows. What is this sonic signature? It's a symbol followed by a snare hit. Once you hear it, you can't unhear it. I wondered if Commandante Turkle was right. I went back through some of the shows on that Firewire drive, beginning with Bedminster. Get the bugs from Stephen Miller. Plant them somewhere where Father will never find them. How about a book on black history? Now you're thinking, brother. Holy cow. There it is. I listened to more shows, and this is what I found on Filthy Nuns of the Holy Roman Empire. There she was, Regina the Prioress, wearing nothing but a smile and a wisp of braided leather around her trim waist. She looked me up and down and said, two's a party, three's a conclave. What do you say? We didn't survive the Black Plague for nothing, right? And on the vast majority, this subtle yet noticeable sonic signature, usually going in and out of a commercial break. See? I know my onions. I didn't become Commandante of the Candor Fan Brigade West Coast for nothing. 
This sound effect wasn't on Shannon Perry's Mumbles the Astronaut Cat, nor could I find it on Uncivilized. It was, however, on Dante's Tenth Circle. As we begin our descent into hell, where all the fun people are, please return your trays to their upright position. We will arrive momentarily. Thank you for travelling with us. And enjoy your stay in hell, you bastards. Well, hell's bells. This is exciting. We'll listen to more of Dante's Tenth Circle after this quick break. Dante's Tenth Circle, a Camcander production based loosely on the work of Dante Alighieri, a 14th century Italian poet, writer, and philosopher. Alighieri's famous divine comedy outlines nine circles of hell. The deepest, most hellish circle, the one where Satan resides, is reserved for history's most awful bad guys. Judas Iscariot, Cain of Cain and Abel fame, Hitler, Rudy Giuliani, you get the gist. In this show, however, Candor envisions an additional circle of hell, the 10th. The show follows the plight of one Dante Hen, a sociopathic financial advisor who, during his time on Earth, lost the life savings of dozens of elderly women. Hell! Oh! New inductees! <laughs> See what I did there? Putting the hell back in hello. So fun. My name is Satan. You can call me Lucifer, the Devil, Beelzebub, the Lord of Flies. The list goes on. Speaking of list, let's see. Who's joining us in the nether region today? Hmm. Is there a Dante Hen among us? Right here, Your Excellency. And might I say, I'm a huge fan of your work. Flattery will get you nowhere, Mr. Hen. You're in hell! Nothing will get you anywhere, but props back to you. I've checked out your LinkedIn profile, by the way. Bogus hedge funds, predatory mortgages, illegal transactions in precious metals. Those were gold. See what I did there? Mr. Hen, terrible puns are the domain of the Lord of Darkness. Sorry, sir. I'm just so excited to be here. Uh, when do I meet Manson? Charles or Marilyn? I was thinking Charles. Ah, oh, I'm so sorry, Mr. Hen. Charlie is in Circle 7. Violent criminals. That's not where you're going. That's a bummer. But where are my manners? Can I get you some water? It is a bit hot, unsurprisingly. Not that I mind. It's never too hot for me. I had a place in Palm Beach not far from Epstein. Still or sparkling? Huh? Oh, the water! Uh, sparkling, please? Your lowness. Here you go! A shot glass! Oh, look at that. It says, I went to hell and all I got was this tiny shot glass. Keep it. Consider it a souvenir. Okay. Down the hatch. Oh, dear. I was going to say make it last. I'm afraid that's all you get. Until... Eternity! Now, where were we? 
I was telling you about my place near Epstein. I'd love to reconnect with him, you know, if he's not too busy. And alas, luck is not on your side, it seems. Jeffrey's in Circle 2, Lust. That's not where you're going. Bummer again. And there's no intermingling between the circles. Mm, afraid not. It's an administrative nightmare. A yearly mixer might be nice around Christmas. Could boost morale. You see, we don't exactly have years down here. Time is not a concept. It's just one long thing, you know? That'll take some getting used to, I guess. Indeed. And to that end, you won't be needing that Apple Watch any longer. So, if you'll be so kind. Of course, it's yours. And please, Satan, call me Dante. Dante, tell you what. I'll take your mixer idea up with the steering committee. It could become a Christmas thing. We've never done Christmas, per se, but you never know. Uh, hold up. There's a steering committee? Hell yes! I invented steering committees! <laughs> like, duh! I thought that was super obvious. Also, Friday, five o'clock meetings, team building exercises, all me! Sweet! Tell me, Lord Lucifer, what circle am I going to? All in good time. Not that we have that down here. I'll tell you right after these words from our sponsor. What? There are commercials down here? Oh, Dante, you're adorable. There it was, the sonic signature, coming in and out of the commercial break. Dante's Tenth Circle was a bona fide Cam Cander production, and definitely not an Alan Smithy-type situation. One more piece of the puzzle discovered. Question is, was it an important piece of the puzzle? or just some random edge piece with no detail. I didn't yet know. Back to Dante's Tenth Circle. Tell me, Lord Lucifer, what circle am I going to? Why, you're going to Circle Ten. But I thought there were only nine circles. There were, yes. We had to do a major expansion after the financial crash of 2009. So many corrupt bankers, predatory lenders, we were running out of room. Chalk it up to urban sprawl, which I also invented, by the way. We had to create a hell suburb of sorts. The Tenth Circle. Right in the middle of Dante's Tenth Circle, I was interrupted by a visitor to my door. Ugh. All right, all right, hold up. Oh, God, what now? All right. There was no one at the door and no one on the sidewalk, but across the street, the door shut on a white BMW with tinted windows. It peeled out of a parking space before I could get a good look. At my feet was an envelope. What's this? It was a nondescript white envelope. Inside was a note in blocky print handwriting. It read, Be at oligarchs tomorrow at 11 p.m. Go to the second booth in the back on the left. I have information on Cam Kander. You'll want to hear. Oligarchs, a notorious caviar bar in Beverly Hills, frequented by Russian mobsters. Good Lord, I think my caller was right. I was being followed, and I had 24 hours to decide if I wanted to do this. 
This is BK Will, and I believe I'm about to have a sleepless night. The rest of Dante's Tenth Circle is going to have to wait for another day. If you have any information on Cam Kander, please reach out to us on Twitter at Cam Kander. Or if you've heard of a lost Cam Kander show, let us know and we'll research it. It could become the basis for one of our episodes. Next time on Who is Cam Kander? Oligarchs, this place was beyond intimidating. A literal den of thieves. Every head turned to look at me when I entered. The maitre d' said nothing, just indicated that I followed him. Adidas three-stripe tracksuits, the hallmark of Russia's criminal underworld, were everywhere here at Oligarchs. Even the maitre d' was wearing one. If you've ever wondered what corruption smells like, it's Axe body spray and polyester. What the hell does Cam Kander have to do with the Russian mafia? That's the question I wanted answered. Or did I? This is BK Will. Visit us at camcander.com for clues, intel, and ways you can help fund the important search for Cam Kander. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the alley, the scent is stronger, overpowering. As I watch, the overhead lamps flicker and wink out one by one. God damn it. No. The girl appears briefly under the last streetlight, the headphones snug against her ears, the Walkman clasped to her hip. She's oblivious as she walks, lost in her own world. Hey, stop! I need to talk to you! Then she's swallowed up by the darkness again. Helen! Wait a second! <laughs> it strikes her in the gloom so fast she barely has time to scream. She falls into the edge of the lamplight and lies there, bleeding, motionless. The man's skin is scaly, flaking, and there are patches of soot on his cheeks. He stares at me with eyes like midnight. Eyes that are devoid of remorse, devoid of humanity. He's one of them. I turn and run, and I don't look back. The Road of Shadows, a new mystery and suspense audio drama by Mark R. Healy, creator of The Strata. Listen now at theroadofshadows.com. Thank you.